1: Ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry about that. I don't know what happened, but apparently we got cut off somehow, and I had no idea that this actually took place. Uh, Just to go back and read the weddings here in the movies and television category, 1955, Debbie Reynolds, who was 23 at the time, married Eddie Fisher, who was 27 at the time. You know, Like I said, their daughter was Princess Leia herself. Princess Leia herself, Carrie Fisher, she divorced in 1959. On a date in 1985, comedian Jeff Foxworthy, who was 27 at the time, marries Pamela Gregg at New York City Central Park. On a date in 2006, Chinese movie actor Nicholas C., who was 26 at the, t- at the time, marries Hong Kong actress and cantopop singer Cecilia Chung, who was also 26 at the time, at Palawan Island in the Philippines. And on the date in 2010, Eddie Vedder of the group Pearl Jam, who was 45 at the time, Mary's model Jill McCormick who was 32 at the time in Hawaii as we said one divorce here earlier 1969 actor rod Taylor who was 39 at the time divorces model Mary Hylum after only five years of marriage uh, but like I said we're still going to try to figure out what happened but apparently some, somehow we got we got cut off we don't know what happened we don't know why but We'll definitely try to find that out and solve it here in just a few minutes. On a stage in 1769 in our music uh, history and birthdays, John Harris of Boston, Massachusetts, builds the first spinet piano. On a stage in 1809, the Royal Opera House in London officially opens. On a stage in 1897, Gustav Kecker and Hugh Martin's musical Bell of New York City premieres premieres actually in New York City. On a state in 1899, Scott Joplin was granted copyright for his Maple Leaf Rag, which was the most famous ragtime composition by the United States Copyright Office. On a state in 1948, Hilarities of 1949 closes at a Delphi Theater in New York City after only 14 performances. On a state in 1969, singer Tiny Tim who was 37 at the time, and Victoria Miss Vicky Budinger, who was 17 at the time, officially get engaged. You might remember this, ladies and gentlemen, uh, during the early days of, of when Johnny Carson was hosting the Tonight Show, they actually did the wedding on his show, if you remember that. very, And I've seen some clips of that, so absolutely. On this day, 1979, Bolshoi Ballet dancers Leonid and Valentina Kozlov officially, officially defect. And on this, also 1979, the band known as The Who opens a concerts in New York City at Madison Square Garden. Some birthdays, of course, here in music. 1587, Francesca Caccini was born. She was a composer and singer of Italian descent, was born in Florence, Italy. She, I believe this was a, a lady. She passed away in, in 1641. 1636, Pietro San Martini was born. Also, uh, also was born in Florence and also was a, a composer of Italian descent. He passed away in, seven, in the year 1701. On his date in 1684, Johann Gottfried Waither, who was a composer and musicologist of German descent, was born in Euphort, Germany. Uh, he passed away in 1748. And on his date in 1752, Johann Anton Schluser, who was a writer and composer of Swiss descent, was born in Riedenfelden, Felden, er, um, Ergau, Switzerland. He passed away in 1828. As we said, one passing, of course, took place here in 1970. Of course, that was legendary musician Jimi Hendrix. Uh, As we said, uh, the weddings and music right here, um, 1955, of course, Debbie Reynolds married Eddie Fisher. They were divorced in 1959. On the stage in 2004, uh, Britney Spears, who was 22 at the time, marries rapper-dancer Kevin Federline, who was a complete douchebag, who was 26 at the time in Studio City, California. Uh, Let's see here. Um, We said 2006, Chinese movie actor Nicholas C., who was 26, marries Hong Kong actress and canto-top canto singer Cecilia Chung, who was also 26 at the time at the Palawan Island in the Philippines. On the same in 2009, rock folk singer Lucinda Williams, who was 56 at the time, marries manager Tom Overby at First Avenue in Minneapolis. And said 2010, Eddie Vedder of Pearl Jam, marries model Jim Jill McCormick in Hawaii let's see if we have any other no okay so let's go to your sports right fast and then we'll move on to the rest of the program right here at 6 19 p.m uh some sports history and birthdays on this date 1848 baseball rules first baseman can tag base for out instead of runner on the state. 1863 the british open men's golf at presswood golf course Willie Park Sr. wins the second title, beats rival Tom Morris, Tom Morris Sr. by two strokes. On a state in 1903, the Phillies' Chick Frazier, no hits the Chicago Cubs, 10-0. On a state 1909, the largest paid baseball attendance, 35,409, as the A's beat the Tigers, 2-0 in Detroit. On a state in 1926, the U.S. National Championship men's tennis, uh, Frenchman René Lacoste wins first of two straight U.S. titles, beats countryman Jean Bor- Borotra 6-4, 6-0, 6-4. On the state in 1928, St. Louis beat the Phillies 4-2 at the Baker Bowl in Philadelphia, the 20th win for the Cardinals of 22 starts between the two clubs in 1928. On the state in 1929, Pirates lost to Braves. And clinch the National League pennant for the Cubs. And on this day 1930, the ship Enterprise out of the United States beats Shamrock 5 out of the UK in the 15th annual America's Cup. Some notable birthdays to talk about here. We talked about happy 50th birthday to Lance Armstrong and happy forty fifth birthday to Ronaldo. Also happy eighty eighth birthday to Scotty Bowman and happy seventy first birthday to hockey great Daryl Sittler. Some passings, of course, here in uh, sports. 1908, Dickey Pierce, who was a baseball shortstop. He was a pioneer. Pi, pi, he was one that pioneered the shortstop position and also introduced the bunt. And also he was a manager for the New York Mutuals and the St. Louis Brown, stock, Brown Stockings. He passed away at, at the age of 72. On a day in 1944, Anthony Stefanik, who was a boxer, of British descent, and also an army captain, was killed in Arnhem at the age of 27. On a state in 1953, Charles, Charles D. Tornaco, who was a racing driver of Belgian descent, passed away at the age of 26. On a state in 1960, John Evans, who was a cricket batsman of English descent. He had one test. And while also, it was also an author of The Escaping Club, passed away at the age of 71. And two weddings to talk about. First off, 1920, as we said, tennis player champion Malia Mallory, who was 36 at the time, married stockbroker Franklin Mallory. Allen State, 1960 NBA forward Jerry Lucas, who was 20 at the time, married sophomore Treva Ge- uh, Geb. So, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, with your wrestling pop culture, wrestling and uh, wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays here tonight. Uh, we, of course, like I said, be sure to always uh, check out, of course, on uh, all of our shows during the week, including Raw Radio, Revolution, and Wolfpack, of course, for, for your daily um, wrestling and pop culture uh, history and birthdays, courtesy of the human suplex machine, John Gross, and the soul man, Justin Lewis Fleming. 1605-562-0444, caller ID uh, one four one three six four pound. This is episode number two hundred and seventy-seven of wWS Power Hour. It is six twenty-three PM. It is of course Saturday, September eighteenth, two thousand twenty-one. Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw, coming at you here from the HQ here in Trinity, North Carolina, here tonight. Uh, of course, I of course, normally like I so said, this would be the point where I would say that everyone involved with our um with, with part of the panel way too tough to handle. Of course, I would be, of course, sitting back relaxing after a very, uh, very long week here. Of course, they're a big time talking here. Uh, um, But uh, but apparently one of them has actually decided to pop on here with me here uh, this evening. Uh, Let's go ahead and bring him in here right now. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, uh, very unexpected pleasure, but we're glad to have him on. He is a three time WCWS Hall of Famer. He is also, of course, part of the broadcast team behind WCWS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon, as well as WCWS Sports Machine every Friday afternoon, right here, of course, on Talk Shoe. He is a multiple time title holder in our Trivia Championship Series. And also, ladies and gentlemen, he does help in the great city and state of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, where, of course, he does tell like it is, of course, on, on all of our shows when it comes to wrestling sports and everything in between and he's also proven many many times ladies and gentlemen that he can of course get he can of course as always uh uh, achieve this goal like i said and not have to worry about wearing a pair of pants although of course we always hope that he does uh ladies and gentlemen let's go ahead and bring him in here right now as we as we of course like you said a very unexpected pleasure but we're of course happy to see him so we welcome him to episode 277 of WCWS Power Hour here tonight. You know him simply, ladies and gentlemen, as just simply J.D. But, of course, his real name, as always, is the Iceman, Jared D. DiGirolamo. J.D., of course, unexpected pleasure, but welcome, of course, to Power Hour 277. And I think just a moment ago you accidentally knocked me off the show. So I had to try to get back on uh, in order I to, of course... I do apologize, but
2: this is what we were seeing. Yes. too
1: uh okay
0: cool yeah (laughs) that was a killer workout (laughs) yeah (laughs) you are a beautiful woman (laughs) one more day and we'll be totally ripped (laughs) yeah (laughs) dude you stink hit the shower
1: Yes indeed ladies and gentlemen
0: Pay her and bring her to me.
1: <laughs> yes indeed a uh, very very big time of course indeed ladies and gentlemen always a always always of course a funny th- always something always break the ice here when it comes to of course uh, when we get very very serious about our discussion. We always have to have a little laugh kind of in between here to kind of help ease, ease the tension Well, we also here. heard
2: this is what Chad was seeing last night, how are we able to say after revolution.
1: Whatever it whatever it is, I didn't whatever it is, I must not have been singing anything. Uh but so uh, this
2: is what they
1: say. I, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. And of course, like I said, uh of course, like I said, uh, um in, in response to that, of course, I also as always have to say this. Warning, warning, you are Okay, we're just going. Okay, yeah. Uh as always, JD it's a very, very big time pleasure Unexpected, of course, uh of course on the weekends here, but we're glad to hear from you here. Uh before we get into of course what what went on during the week here in the Radio Network, let's hear with anything that you have on your mind. Please go on right ahead.
2: Well, we do have some college football to report, of course. A lot going down in the college scene. Uh let's just say how uh, hold on. Hold on a second, give me a minute, on. Okay, uh, uh, where is it? I just saw a second. Okay, yes, here you go. However, we, uh, got, um, we're got. just going to report on some college games very quickly. However, we saw earlier today some interesting games go on. Oklahoma did defeat Nebraska 23-16, of course. Oklahoma did win that game. Right now, we saw Purdue, of course, beat Notre Dame, however, if you will, 27-13. Pittsburgh, of course, lost to Western Michigan 44-41. But we got a really good game from Alabama and Florida, and right now Alabama is only up 28-23, however, at the moment, however, but it could be changing here in just a few moments, however, as far as that score goes. We'll keep you up to date on that. And, of course, now we've got Penn State and Auburn, of course, along with uh, some other games, in South Carolina and Georgia. Also, today we saw Cincinnati beat Indiana, and, of course, Michigan State beat Miami 38-17. Cincinnati beat IU 38-24. Now, we also, of course, have some NFL games coming up tomorrow, including New Orleans and Carolina. And right now we understand that several New Orleans people might not be playing coaching-wise. But like I said, I'm not going to stay too long. I just wanted to get on real quick and get a couple scores in. I will talk to you guys later. See you guys on Monday. Have a good night, and I will see you guys soon.
1: All right, J.D., thank you very much for joining us here. We'll talk to you here during the weekend. Van Nance pops up. Please let us know. Thank you very much, there, uh, J.D of course as always ladies and gentlemen the iceman Jared D of course, you can always of course listen li- listen for like I was head part of the broadcast team for both WWS Raw radio of course, the Monday afternoon tradition every single Monday afternoon at three o'clock one three eight seven four four pound and also WWS sports machine part of the group of course, uh, in addition to of course Shack and Shaq and uh, Mitt as well. 944 uh, 1585 five eight five pound. Of course, every Friday afternoon at four o'clock, we do thank him. Of course, for bringing that here to us, uh, very of course, uh, big time, uh, very, very 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 rare treat. And of course, we we're always as happy. We're always very glad to hear from him, of course here as always. Uh, <clears throat> but of course, ladies and gentlemen, just a quick just a run through here as to what took place during the week here in the radio network. Here, of course, obviously a lot of things were. Uh, we're brought up, of course, and in address, including, of course, we did, we did, of course, uh, obviously have the uh, debut episode, obviously, of what is being referred to as NXT 2.0, uh, of course, kind of highlighted with, uh, with the fact that, uh, you know, it was because of injury or, or, um, or something along those lines, but Kyle Riley was not available to take part in the big match to determine the new NXT champion. As you know, of course, Samoa Joe had to relinquish that belt because he was injured. Uh, but, of course, we did see Tommaso Ciampa once again regain that title. Of course, big congratulations. Well deserved, of course. We also saw the debut of several superstars, including, uh, of course, the wrestler by the name of Braun Breaker. Of course, just to give you, let you know a little bit insight on this man, Uh, Of course, um, and of course, it's being disputed here now that WWE apparently has been told that they cannot mention anything about this man's family history, which I have no idea why. Um, I don't know if it was something said by Triple H. I don't know if it was said by Vince. I don't know if it was said by Nick Khan. I don't know who said it. But as you know, of course, a lot of people know him. Of course, Braun Breaker. Of course, his real name is Bronson Recksteiner who, of course, if that name does not ring a bell, ladies and gentlemen, it's because Braun or uh, Bronson, or Braun Brick, whatever you want to call him, is the real-life son of legendary uh, superstar wrestled in the NWA and WCW, and also even uh, for a short time in the WWF back in the mid early 90s. Uh, and as, of course, the dog-faced him himself, Rick Steiner, of course, his, of course, Bron's uncle, is Big Papa Pump himself, Scott Steiner, and we don't know if that if that might be the connect if, if the fact that he is related to Scott Steiner um, is the reason why they don't want him anyone mentioning the fact of of, uh, of his of his of his true of his true of course uh, his unique. Um, it, it's probably because they don't want him to mention his his true, his the truth about his family. Of course, like I said, the fans already knew who he was. I mean, they've read the wrestling dirt sheets and everything like that. We already know who he was. So WWE cannot put that all under wraps. And besides, I don't know why in the world they would want to, why they would want to, of course, not, 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 not have, have anyone acknowledge the fact that he is the real life, that he is... Of course, tied in with the legendary tag team, the Steiner Brothers. I have no idea why they would be ashamed to say that. I mean, Steiner Brothers were one of the greatest tag teams of all time. Multiple time tag team champions. Held them in NWA, held them in WCW, held them in the WWF. I don't know why in the world they would have any problem with that, but all I know is all I know is is that it was kind of passed, I think it was like Thursday or yesterday one was it was said that they they couldn't mention it. But, of course, like I said, to heck with what Vince and Nick Khan and all of them say, that the fans know it. They're going to continue to repeat it. They're going to continue to mention it. And it's not a blame thing that, that Vince or any of them can do about it. And if they try to do so and all that, they might get slapped with an injunction so hard and all that, it will, it will it will knock Vince's pants down to his ankles. So, Vince can't do anything to anybody. If they wish to say, say who he is, then they have that right. I mean, we've all acknowledged the fact that, of course, as you know, The Rock is the grandson of the late High Chief Peter Maivia, and also, of course, the son of the late great uh, Rocky Johnson, Soul Man Rocky Johnson. Who The Rock actually was. Rock, of course, did the had the had the, you know, it was it was it was it was I'm sure an honor and a privilege for The Rock. To induct both his legendary grandfather and his legendary father into the Hall of Fame, well-deserved opportunity, of course, here indeed. I mean, it's almost—it's almost like saying, uh, you know. And of course, also with, with all the slack here, you know, talking about uh, there was some talk that Chris Ben-Wason, uh was uh, was actually. I think working out with several wrestlers in WWE or something like that. And I don't know, he might have been invited to be a part of it or not. And I'm sure they're probably going to do, provide do him the same way that you just that they just did with Braun Breaker. So you cannot say who your who uh, who your legendary father is, you know, who your father is, anything like that. Because like I so said, we can't mention your father's name around here anymore. And I'm pretty certain that if, they, that if he ever that it was ever mentioned as to who his father was, then I'm sure that he would probably end up getting fired and not last that long in WWE. And like I said, Vince, like I said, is not cutting any slack. I don't know why in the world he's being so hard on a lot of this lately. But like I said, Vince is just pretty much is going to it's just gonna to have to sooner or later right here is gonna to have to just cut back. If he wants these young this young talent of course to compete in his organization he's going to, to start cutting him some slack and of course if he doesn't then like I said you know that guys like Tony Khan uh, uh Cora Bauer, uh, Billy Corgan, Scott D'Amoria all of them all are going to be looking at, at guys like guys like him and say hey you know what we are proud we would be honored and thrilled to have the son of of a true blue wrestling pioneer in our midst and all that, and we'll be and we'll be, we'll be very very free to say all that if we wish. I mean, I mean a lot of people already know the fact that Chris Benoit's son has been trained to be a wrestler. I mean, even Chris Jericho has even posed with him on numerous occasions, and, and also Benoit's son's even trained with, you know, Harry Smith, who was the son of the late British Bulldog. So I mean, I don't see why in the world, uh, I mean. But the thing about it is, you know, you know, if Nick Khan is kind of throwing a lot of this crap out, then Nick Khan needs to be the one to get fired. Because Nick Khan, like I said, you know, one thing since he's been there, he has one thing that he hasn't uh, respected more than anything in this world. And that is obviously tradition. And he needs to start doing that big time here as well. But obviously, of course, we saw what happened, of course, with AEW here as well. Live matches, of course. Uh, getting hyped up here, especially for next week's edition of Dynamite, which is supposed to be big. Of course, at Arthur Ashe Stadium. Uh, of course, obviously we obviously we know that I think uh, uh, one match in particular I think is going to be, you know, Britt Baker defending the AEW Women's World Title against the the, the, the the Ruby Soho, who of course won the Casino Battle Royal at All Out. Uh, of course, they had a few choice words. I think it was either on Wednesday or I think it was last night on Rampage. Um, obviously, CM Punk's going to have something to say with, uh, with Team Taz member powerhouse Will Hobbs. Uh, obviously, of course, Darby Allin is not going to have his problems with uh, with Sean Spears after what happened, of course, this past weekend. I'm sure Sting's will probably also get in the face of Tully Blanchard. I'm sure because I know they know each other quite well over over competing against each other, you know, especially back during the days of the Four Horsemen and all that. So, you know, there's a lot of tensions riding high, of course, here indeed. Uh, Obviously, of course, we know of a six-man tag and where Christian Cage and the Jurassic Express are going to take on, uh, to my understanding, they're they're supposed to be taking on Adam Cole and the Young Bucks of the Elite. Uh, I'm sure Brian Danielson is going to possibly be it's possibly going to be, like I said, be not too far behind. Of course, obviously, uh, as he, of course, is is inching up big time to try to get an opportunity to try to take out Kenny Omega and maybe take the AEW World Title off of him. I'm not sure, but AEW is starting to become a very hot commodity and all that. I don't care what Ben says, he he knows darn well that he's got competition, and so what he really, what he really needs what he what he really needs to start doing. You know, he just he just simply really needs to start start acknowledging the fact that, like I said, he is in trouble. And until he until he he does, he's going to continue to deny every single bit of it. Because, I mean, they're all saying you need to try to focus on your own company, and and that's what they're simply doing. But like I said, in the process, you know darn well that, like I said, when when you when you have all these other companies and all that, you know. Climbing on top of you and all that, and trying to, you know, you know, trying to and outdoing you at every single turn and all that, it is unavoidable and it needs to be addressed. And so Vince and, and all of them are going to have to acknowledge that they're going to be in trouble very very soon. They've even, of course, in the process, kind of kind of overstepped their uh, situation here with the fact that they have revamped NXT, even though they said that it did great in the viewership and everything like that. There was a lot of terrible moments that did take place. Um, of course, they said one of the biggest moments of NXT 2.0 obviously was the wedding of Indy Hartwell and Dexter Loomis. Uh, which was actually I said it went out without a hitch. Um, but never, but nevertheless, here uh, right now, a lot of things that are, that are going on in wrestling right now, going on right now. You know, in wrestling that, of course, like I said, a lot of people did was not expected to see and, and obviously are not really approving about all of it. And a lot of it, of course, is pertaining to, uh, underneath the roof of WWE. And WWE is not acknowledging that. They're going to just continue to say that they're doing wonderful. They're doing better than everybody else. And they don't give a darn about what anybody else says or thinks or does or whatever. So the bottom line here is until, like I said, and, and and until Vince realizes that there is a problem, then like I said, WV is going to continue to dig deeper and deeper and deeper until like I said, it's going to be digging up a hole about except six feet. They're going to be six feet under. They're going to probably be about twice as twice that much under, and pretty much and they're going to be buried. And I said you're going to have the true you're going to have the true wrestling. The, the true wrestling companies out there, of course, actually p- bringing it. their are all in I'm talking about AEW. I'm talking about NWA. I'm talking about Impact. I'm talking about Ring of Honor. I'm talking about Major League Wrestling. I'm talking about New Japan Pro Wrestling. There's a whole lot. Uh, there's a whole lot, of course, going on. And so that's all. I, that's all. Pretty much. Uh, that's pretty much, of course. Uh, Pretty much, of course, obviously, what we what we have there, of course, on that front. Coming up, of course, here, ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow morning on on uh, WWS. This morning, of course, 805 8613 six one three pound. <clears throat> uh, do not do, do do not, of course, uh, do do not forget, of course, as we will about, uh, of course, uh, our. Discussion on tomorrow's wrestling and pop culture history and birthday report. We will of course run down what will take place in the radio network this coming week, and also of course here, ladies and gentlemen, we will of course bring you more wrestling news tidbits, courtesy of our friends at 411 Media. This, this is getting ready; we're getting ready to do that right now here, in just a few minutes. So, ladies and gentlemen, be sure to of course catch us on WWS this morning, 805-8613 pound, starting at 8 a.m. tomorrow morning. Of course, right here as part of the radio network, right here on TalkShoe.com. Uh Just also a quick note: be sure to check out the WWUS NXTNG video vault, as we of course have a lot of great wrestling, uh, a lot of great wrestling uh, footage. Of course, to show you, we've been, we've been of course posting a lot of great moments on there. Pretty much, like I said, all day long. Uh, of course you through of course uh, with special special uh, consideration and special thanks to a lot of you, of course a lot of these YouTube channels that are providing of course the best wrestling classic stuff of course here uh, big time here the video vault of course has many of many of the videos we posted that have received good numbers of course in the in the post reach We've even, of course, recently, ladies and gentlemen, as you've been hearing about the talk about the Dark Side of the Ring episode that aired the other night. i talking about the plane ride from hell. We've actually posted it in the video vault, and it's already got, it's already received, it's already, already, the post has already has reached out at least five times already, and the post has not, written, has not even been up no more than two hours. So it's it's pretty much likely gaining some momentum, of course, here as well. Uh, but of course, we've been posting a lot of great stuff, of course, including from uh, One Night Stand in 2007, a ladder match between the World's Greatest Tag Team and the Hardy Boys. Also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the TV debut of the Sultan, who we will know later on as Rikishi, uh, on, on an episode of Monday Night Raw from August of 1996. Of course, he has taken on the legendary Jake the Snake Roberts. Um uh, Uh, Let's see, uh, Monday Night Raw from November 16, 1998, as we saw Stone Cold and The Rock wrestle for the WWF title. Uh, Let's see what we have here. Uh, Some moments here pertaining to The Undertaker, of course, and Bret Hart. Several. uh, There's even the the infamous Hall of Fame speech of the Iron Sheik when he was inducted in 2005. A promo from the Iron Sheik, of course, several involving Bobby the Brain Heenan and Mean Gene Okerlund. Uh, That took place back in the 80s, including, of course, one that we posted this morning uh, from Extreme Rules 2014, a a tag match pinning The Shield taking on Evolution. Um, Also, also, of course, Monday Night Raw uh, from September 17, 2001, of course, a tag team title match, the Dudley Boys taking on Undertaker and Kane for the tag team titles. Uh, let's see here. Also, a WWE playlist was was uh, was added yesterday afternoon as they talked about the funniest moments of the late Hall of Famer uh, Eddie Guerrero. Uh, and, of course, we want to try to bring you some other great options. Of course, a lot of stuff pertaining to, of course, Vince and Shane McMahon going at each other's throats and all that. All, of course, as a ploy, of course, to go after Stone Cold Steve Austin. Who was the champion at the time? Also, we've got one infamous match to talk about here. A couple couple more here. One of them, Monday Night Raw from July 23rd, 2018, a tag match pitting Seth Rollins and Finn Balor versus Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler. And of course, the infamous hair versus hair match from WrestleMania 3 in March of 1987. Of course, the late Roddy Roddy Piper taking on the late Adrian Adonis. So, a lot of great. A lot of great matches and promos and vignettes kind of also stuck in between there. But nevertheless, like I said, some great classic wrestling moments indeed. So be sure to, of course, like I said, check out, of course, every check out, of course, all those on the Video Vault today. Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WCWUSNXTNGUnited. If you want to check out, of course, those matches. And, of course, on the location of animation page, of course, we posted a lot of great uh, episodes of the classic Transformers cartoon from back in the 80's uh, what they call the Generation 1 version of the Transformers from back in the mid 80's also of course ladies and gentlemen uh, WWS movie channel we still got a lot of great movies to check out all through, all the Naked Gun movies are still available I think the four Star Trek movies that they posted I think Generations, First Contact Insurrection and Nemesis is also available also, I do believe uh, the first Gremlins movie, Thelma and Louise, Life Stinks with Mel Brooks. Uh, several other movies, of course, have been posted there as well. So check out a lot of those while we still have them up here, of course, here today on the uh, WWS Movie Channel page. Uh, also, A Gaseous Affair, which we keep talk- saying, saying that that's justin lewis fleming's favorite group but of course you know we're all we're all just joking of course here indeed um uh, but uh also women of wcw us we've been posting a lot of great women's ladies moments right there we posted a moment involving trish stratus on there earlier to that today so definitely of course check that out also of course um Keep in mind, as well, well, of course, as I get ready to talk about, of course, the matches that we have up for as we continue, of course, to have these pole matches up for the three belts from our all-out prediction title challenge. I will point out, I think starting next week, the human suplex machine, John Gross, has informed us that there will be a a GSWI tag team title match pitting... The, the current champions, uh, I do believe it is uh, Heather Renee and Chelsea Glover versus the soul man, Justin Lewis Fleming, and myself, Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw, of course, calling ourselves traditional youth. So be sure to, of course, check that. Be sure to, of course, check out. Uh, uh, it will be posted on the, on the GSWI page coming up here very, very soon. Also, let's go to our matches as far as WWS as Dynasty is concerned. The voting has already started, and we'll give you the results for that next Friday on episode 1046 of Revolution. Of course, we'll give you, we'll let you know here. We're hoping to get a lot more votes here popping up here very soon. First off, the number one contender matchup for the AWS Red Dragon Championship. As you know, the human suplex machine John Gross retained his title, of course, over uh, Jared Thornton in that matchup. Uh, so, he would be awaiting the next challenger, of course. As you know, um, Sandy Hayes, Danny from Oak Park, and the Soul Man Justin Lewis Fleming are, com- are competing in a triple threat match to determine the-, the next challenger for John's belt. So far, the Soul Man has received three votes. Sandy and Danny have not received any as of yet. Uh, also, of course, the number one contender for the AWS First Dance Championship. Justin Carter has not had yet an opportunity to defend his belt here as of yet. But, of course, we have got a triple threat matchup up for him, pitting the Iceman, Jared DiGiolamo versus Derek Froment and Jackie Wilkes. Derek and Jackie have not received any votes as of yet either, but JD currently has three votes, of course, in that. And the NWA U.S. Anniversary Championship, the Ace of Spades, Jordan Stopless who got by Robbie Thomas and the King Club's Mint Patel to retain that belt, is taking on the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, who was the only person that won our Battle Royal. Of course, that was posted last Saturday. She was the only one that received any votes. Currently, right now, Michelle is leading Jordan right now, two votes to one. So we hope to, of course, like I said, um, like I said there's still plenty of time to get your votes in. Of course, if you want Jordan to retain, vote for him. If you want Michelle to win it, vote for her. But like I said, ladies and gentlemen, this is going to go on pretty much like I said up until, of course, this coming, uh, of course, this coming uh, Friday. Be sure to, to of course, listen. I believe it'll be, of course, uh, uh, let me see here. Um, I think it'll be September 20. Um, let's see, yesterday was the 17th, and so next Friday will be the September 24th. So like so you have until then to, of course, vote for that, and we will announce the winners on episode 1046 of Revolution. Now, ladies and gentlemen, of course, let's go ahead and get you here. I'll, let's, let's go ahead and get you in here on, get you up to date on a few uh, pieces of wrestling news, courtesy of our friends of 411 Mania. Uh, of, of some pieces of wrestling news, courtesy of 411 Mania. As it's always the WWS Radio Network hereby thanks our fans, thanks to our friends at 411mania.com for allowing us to read their stories on all of our shows. Of course, in addition to right here on Power Hour, don't forget also on Revolution, Wolfpack Raw Radio, Outside the Ropes, and also WWS This Morning, as well as Wrestling Revisited, Wrestling Debate, and also Sports Machine. Uh, be sure. <coughs> uh, and, of course, hopefully we get a lot more of our shows up and going in the second part of 2021. And, of course, we hope to apply 411 Mania to all those shows here as well. Now, ladies and gentlemen, of course, as you know, Impact's pay-per-view, I think Victory Road, is supposed to take place here tonight. Uh, Joseph Lee posted this story as they have reported a spoiler right here as a wrestler was inducted into Impact's Hall of Fame at yesterday's tapings. Now, uh, uh, let's see here, um, and, and this is a short story, so we'll just go ahead, and a lot of people who may be watching Impact tonight, of course, may already probably, probably, will probably see this, uh, but let's go ahead here, let's go ahead here, of course, and do this. Uh, As previously reported, Impact Wrestling have been taping episodes of TV as well as the Victory Road and Knockouts knockdown pay-per-view events. During the taping of the Knockouts pay-per-view, Awesome Kong was inducted into the Impact Wrestling Hall of Fame. During her speech, um, ignore that, ladies and gentlemen, that's... uh, um, During her speech, Kong actually... uh, I I thought this this was a very... This was a very, very unique. um, uh, um, um, Kong dedicated her induction to Daphne, as you know, Shannon Sproul, sadly, who passed away back on the 1st of September at the age of 46. Kong will join past inductees, inductees, including Sting. Who was inducted in 2012? Kurt Angle in 2013, Jeff Jarrett in 2015, Earl Hebner also in 2015, uh, Gail Kim in 2016, Abyss in 2018, and Ken Shamrock, who was inducted last year. And I think I heard there was a lot of uh, there was a lot of slack. Uh, of course, a lot of things going on here, leading up towards. In Shamrock's induction last year, but still, congratulations, of course, are in order to Awesome Kong, who, of course, was inducted into Impact's Hall of Fame last night. Joseph Lee posted this story t- uh, tonight, as Paige incorrectly gets labeled as DDP in a recent article. In a post on Twitter, Paige revealed that the website MetalSucks incorrectly referred to her as Diamond Dallas Page in a recent article. The article was about her boyfriend, uh, fallen in reverse singer Ronnie Ronnie Radke. The article noted that he had been dating Diamond Dallas Page since 2018. Page wrote, "I'm a need to speak to the manager of this magazine." She posted that on Twitter, uh, on her on her Twitter account today. Apparently, I guess I guess when they were typing in her name, I guess the autocorrect thing obviously was, probably came into play here. And as, and of course, instead of saying P A I G E, it it pretty much thought that it was miss misspelling the word page, and it as and it started and it automatically assumed that they were talking about D D P instead of uh, instead of of course page herself. So <clears throat> so obviously, of course, they, they will obviously course, I'll get some correction on that here, of course, very, very soon. Uh, next up, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we uh, Joseph Lee posted this story as we have some updated New Japan Pro Wrestling G1 Climax 31 standings. The first night of the NJPW G1 Climax tournament happened earlier today with five matches in the A Block. Here are the updated standings. <clears throat> Shingo Takagi with two points. Yujiro Takahashi with two points, Great Okan with two points, Zack Sabre Jr. with two points, Toru Yanu with two points. Uh, also, Kenta, Tatsuya Naido, Kota Ibushi, Tangeloa and Tomohiro Ishii receive no points. Shingo, Yujiro, Great Okan, Zack Sabre Jr., and Toru Yanu is 1-0. and oh while Kenta and everyone else I mentioned is O and 1. The B Block, of course, um, <clears throat> has, has probably happened yet, but they will involve Kazuchika Okada, Hiroshi Tanahashi, Jeff Cobb, Yoshihashi, Hiroki Goto, Evil, Chase Owens, Tamatanga, Tonga, Sanada, and Tai Chi. The tournament continues with Night 2 tomorrow morning at 1 a.m. Eastern Time time so so everybody might be everybody might be asleep but i'm sure everybody will definitely of course go back and check out some of that here of course here for checking some out here at some point joseph lee posted this story as the stardom five star grand prix 2021 has their results ruaka challenges unagi sayaka this is of course women's wrestling here folks stardom held their event five star grand prix 2021 earlier today at the Osaka Prefectural Gymnasium number two in Osaka, Japan. Unagi Sayaka was challenged by Ruaka for a match on October 9th at Osaka Joe Hall. Here are some results via FIFO. Fuki Fukijin Fuki Death defeated Lady C. Uh, a Waka Sukuyama Challenge Series. Match number four Sayuri defeated Waka Sukiyama. My Sakurai Challenge Series, which is match number eight. Konami defeated My Sakurai, five-star Grand Prix 2021. Blue Stars block match, Unagi Sayaka defeated Ryaka via DQ. Also, the remaining matches are part of the five-star Grand Prix. Red, uh, Red Stars block match, Koguma defeated Saki Kashima. Another Red Stars block match, Mayu Iwatani defeated Mina Shirakawa. A Blue Stars block match, Azm defeated Takomi Iroya, and Red Stars block match, Starlight Kid defeated Hamika. And of course, a lot and there are two uh, tweets coming from uh, Stardom's uh, Twitter account at we underscore r underscore Stardom. If you want to, check out what, of course, they have to say about that. Joseph Lee posted this story today as the Blue Media and JBL discussed their bloody fight at ECW's one-night stand in 2005. The Blue Meanie was a guest on Stories with Bradshaw and Briscoe, where he and JBL spoke about their fight at ECW's One Night Stand 2005, which resulted in Meanie getting bloodied. here are some highlights on getting heat for the, in the WWF for flying first class. Meanie, <coughs> it was said, um, it just it just comes down to it. Just comes down to it was a competitive atmosphere during the Monday Night Wars. Everybody was a little bit on edge and stuff like that. I myself admit that I had a comedy of errors on my part coming into the company. You know, my first weekend, you know, I debut in Philly. We were supposed to go to Baltimore the next day and and then go to Harper for a Monday Night Raw. So, me, being a typical indie guy and never flying, I was like, I'll drive the loop. I'll go to Philly, Baltimore, up to Connecticut, no problem. Errol Hebner says, no, we actually fly you now. So, I was like, cool. So, I do Philly and go to Baltimore at Baltimore I check in for my flight and I look at my ticket and go, Well dang, that's awfully close to the front of the plane. I look to Al Snow and go, Am I behind first class? He goes, And it's pretty close up. Al's not letting me off Al's not letting me off the hook, right? So I get on the plane and I see my seat and go, Oh no, I'm done for. I'm like my first weekend they put me in first class, right? I'm sitting there and I try to be I try just to just be like inconspicuous. Hoping nobody sees me. It's me, Big Boss Man, Shawn Michaels, and one other person. I knew I was in trouble. One guy comes in and gives me the look. Another guy comes in and gives me the look. But it wasn't until McFoley walked into the plane and goes, Oh, Meanie, oh, Meanie. No, no, Meanie. It was like a a, a horror movie. I was like, What, meek? Please take me with you. We take off. We get to where we're flying and out the back of the plane. And I don't know who says it. Why the F is Blue Meanie in first class? I'm just like, oh, my God, if there was a door next to me, I would have done the nasty plunge. On having heat and not realizing he did anything wrong, uh, there's a lot of things where I was just green and didn't know where I was doing. And this was meaning, I think, saying this. Uh, there was a there's a lot of things where I was just green and didn't know I was doing anything wrong until somebody pulls me, pulled me aside and said, hey, this is what you should have done and stuff like that. <clears throat> Plus, JBL mentioned something about blooding uh, the blue meaning. He says... I didn't know that Mini already had a cut on his head from Sandman from a while back. I had no idea. As far as the incident, after Mini came back in, I pulled him in a private room and I apologized. I said sorry for the whole thing. I'm sorry for my part. I was also sorry for the fact that ECW had such a that for ECW it had such a good pay per view, and that's what was remembered for, for, was me and Mini rather than the good work that the guys had put in. Also, JBL, on growing up, growing as a person. He says. I learned over the years that people don't know. You just don't bust their balls. It's, it's construed wrong. It's taken wrong. and didn't think about it at the time. I hope I'm a different guy now than, than, than I was then. Briscoe will tell you I'm not. I still bust his balls. Of course, I... Uh, <clears throat> Uh, I believe this is my this possibly is talking about something having to do with uh, this is an impact wrestling story. Jo- Joseph Lee posted this right here as impact wrestling uh, taping results, including, of course, Victory Road and the knockouts knockdown. Uh, again, like I said, even though they're calling this spoilers and all that, I guess I will I will obviously just go ahead and mention a couple of these things. Impact wrestling has been taping several episodes of TV since yesterday which includes the Victory Road pay-per-view that airs tonight, as well as Knockouts Knockdown in October. Tapings continue today and tomorrow. Here are the results from yesterday via F4W Online. Victory Road results. Impact World Champion Christian Cage defeated Ace Austin to retain the title. Ex-Division Champion Josh Alexander had a stare down after the match with Cage. Laredo Kid defeated Trey Miguel, John Schuyler, Jake Sutton, and Black Taurus in a six-way scramble match. The, knockdown, the knockout's knockdown results. <clears throat> Gail Kim had everybody in the ring for a 10-bell salute for Daphne to kick things off, and Melissa Santos was the ring announcer. Rachel Ellering defeated Lady Frost. Chelsea Green defeated Renee Michelle. Mercedes Martinez defeated Rosemary. Tasha Steele defeated Jamie Senegal. Knockout champion Diana Perrazzo defeated Masha Slamovich in a great match. Kim came out afterwards and signed Slamovich. Awesome Kong was inducted into the Hall of Fame and dedicated it to Daphne. Savannah Evans won a monstrous ball match including, involving Jordan Grace, Alicia, and Kimberly. Evans pinned Alicia after landing a full Nelson Slam onto Thumbtacks. In between changing the blood bloodstained mat, Scott DiMori came out and thanked the crowd for coming. The Impact TV results... David Finley defeated Leo, Chris Bay, and Juice Robinson. Both did run-ins after the match, followed by the returning uh, ran, uh, plus the returning El Fantasma, who helped leave leave FinJuice laying. Uh, Exhibition champion Josh Alexander defeated Ace Austin to earn a world title match at Bound for Glory. After the match, Austin and Madman Fulton attacked Alexander before Cage came out to make the save. He and Alexander argued and Fulton and Austin jumped them. Christopher Daniels made his return to help the faces. Like I said, several several of those, like I said, uh um, I'm not crazy about of course reading some of this, but that's that's all right. This story just now coming in right here, folks. Joseph Lee posted some AEW news tonight, as Adam Cole's theme song was doing well on iTunes, plus some video highlights from last night's Rampage, and also clips from the AEW FIFA21 tournament. AEW's... AEW's Mikey Rookus noted that the theme song for Adam Cole called All About That, Boom, is doing well on iTunes. It's number four on the metal charts and number 11 on the rock charts. Uh, Rookus posted this on his Twitter account. Thank you to the greatest fans in the world for making the original hashtag AEW theme for Adam Cole Pro, All About That, Boom, number four on the iTunes metal charts and number 11 on the iTunes rock charts. Of course, also posted on here uh, some highlights from last night's episode of AEW Rampage, which we have, I think, posted as some of these highlights already. Um, yes, we have we have posted some of the, some of those. Um, um, of course, on um, we have posted a couple of the the couple of these. Videos from last night's edition of Rampage. Also, AEW has released two videos from the ongoing FIFA21 tournament, which is part of their AEW Games YouTube channel. Uh, Of course, qualifying round here has got Dante Martin taking on Jack Evans. And another one is Eddie Kingston taking on Orange Cassidy. Now, we will also post, what we will do, we will post the AEW Games videos in the AEW US page as well, if anybody wants to. Uh, see any of those? Uh, so let's let's go back here. Um, Joseph Lee posted this story here tonight. As let's see. Um, okay, we. Okay, sorry about that. Let me. Uh, I thought this was a different one, but let's see. Okay, I got it right here. Okay. Our next one, of course, is speaking of AEW, Jeffrey Harris posted this story tonight as Ruby Soho talks about what she told Rancid's Rancid's Lars Fredrickson after her AEW debut. Stephanie Chase with Digital Spy recently interviewed AEW women's title number one contender Ruby Soho, who discussed joining AEW uh, Rancid's Lars Fredrickson, letting her use the group song Ruby Soho and more. And here are some highlights. Soho on debuting in the Women's Casino Battle Royale, Ruby says, I went into it with expectations Expectations of just, I really hope and pray that they like me, or they're happy to see me, or they're happy that I am the Joker. I went into it really hoping that they would accept me. So it was an amazing surprise not to only hear Ruby, but Ruby Soho, which is a name I haven't gone by yet. It just felt like the perfect beginning to this new chapter of my life. Like these people know that this is a new start, and they know that this is a different version of me, and I'm excited to, you know, show who that really is. Ruby Soho on Lars Fredrickson of Rancid letting her use their song. Ruby says, I told him, you guys made that moment that much more special to me. My love for punk, my love for pro wrestling came together in that moment. This is everything that has built, that has built me and who I am, and it came together that night. And it's because of Lars bestowing this amazing gift on me, being able to use the name and the song. I was like, you helped make that moment that much more special, even more than I could ever imagine. Ruby Soho on AEW itself. Ruby says, I think one of the best things about AEW is and why our fans are so amazing. They see everyone on our roster as the most authentic version of themselves. And I think they respond to that. I think that's why they're, they're so connected and so rambunctious. And so involved because they can see that this is who this person is. They can relate to that. So I think that's one of the beautiful things about this place. It's just a wide variety from all different walks of life, all different kinds of people that are true. That are truly true to themselves. And of course, like I said, I believe Ruby Soho is, of course, on fire. Um, of course, here in <clears throat> Obviously, of course, in um um, there and she has been, of course, on fire since, of course, all out took place, and we are glad to, of course, see her. We, of course, we are glad to see her, of course, uh, you know, make AEW that much more special, indeed. Jeffrey Harris posted this story tonight as an AEW star reportedly was reportedly in attendance at this week's Impact Wrestling TV tapings. Bible Select has an update from this week's Impact Wrestling TV tapings in Nashville. According to the report, AEW star and wrestler Christopher Daniels was in attendance at yesterday's uh, V tapings. One source speculated that Daniels was there to wrestle for Impact, but that's not yet confirmed. Daniels' last wrestled for Impact in 2014 he hasn't wrestled in AEW since May after he and Frankie Kazarian were, forced to split up SCU after the team lost to the Young Bucks in a match with the AEW Tag Team titles. Impact is set to tape several episodes of TV throughout this weekend at Skyway Studios in Nashville. Tapings will continue today and tomorrow. As noted, Impact's Victory Road, of course, will air tonight on Impact Plus. And, of course, obviously, we saw Christopher Daniels, of course, as we said, get involved in... Um, Get involved, I think, to help Christian, um, I believe so. Our next story here, of course, coming from What Happened Last Night on SmackDown. Jeffrey Harris talks about this story here. Uh, As uh, SmackDown's overnight viewership and ratings dropped, actually dropped from last week's high. TV series finale has the overnight ratings for last night's edition of SmackDown. The Fox Network broadcast drew an average overnight audience of 2.19 million viewers, viewership dropped from last week's overnight audience of 2.217 million viewers. The show was held in New York City's Madison Square Garden and featured an appearance by Brock Lesnar. This was the largest audience for SmackDown since January 22nd. Ratings in the key uh, key 18 to 49 ratings demographic also fell from last week. Last night's show averaged a 0.5 rating, which is down from last week's over, overnight rating of 0.6 in the same key demo. SmackDown came in second in the ratings last night behind Big Brother on CBS, which topped the ratings with 0.6. The reality show also topped the viewership for the evening with 3.24 million viewers. Of course, I don't know why, I I want to watch Big Brother because Big Brother actually sucks. But still, that's beside the point. <laughs> Jeremy Thomas posted this story last night as there were several independent names at some, at Impact tapings. Impact brought in several independent names for this weekend's tapings, according to a new report. FIFO Select reports that VSK, Masha Slamovich, Jamie Senegal, and Jake Clements were in Nashville for the tapings. VSK had previously appeared for both AEW and Impact Wrestling in the past, while Slamovich worked for the AEW Dark Elevation taping this week. Senegal was a part of the Battle Royal at NWA Empower, and Jake Clemens is a former WWE referee. And the last story here, ladies and gentlemen, that came out last night here as well, CM Punk actually meets the crying CM Punk fan from AEW Rampage. You might remember this. There was plenty of emotions surrounding CM Punk's return to wrestling on AEW Rampage last month, including the visual of a crying fan in the stands at the United Center in Chicago. Well, it appears the fan had an opportunity for another emotional CM Punk moment recently when he met the AEW star. A photo recently surfaced on Twitter of Punk with the man at either All Out or another AEW event as the man is wearing an AEW All Access Pass. As noted, after his Rampage debut, Punk defended fans who were emotional about his return, saying, anyone making fun of that dude, you're making fun of me too. And of course, the video is posted uh, on the on the uh, Twitter account, at Fiend for Follows, which is fiending for, fiending for Followers, if you want to check that out. Uh, CM Punk, of course, met up with the crying CM Punk fan. This is why I love wrestling. And there was a picture on it on this on this tweet. If you want to, of course, check that out. That was actually posted, I do believe, on Thursday. So if you want to check that out here, of course, as well. But but CM Punk, of course, coming up and saying that, you know, if you're, you know, like I said, if you're if you're if you're making fun of him, then you're making fun of me too. But I think that 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 CM Punk, that made CM Punk kind of a stand-up guy, right there, of course, indeed. <clears throat> On that note, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you very much here for joining us here for episode 277 of WWS Power Hour, of course, for Saturday, uh, September 18th, 2021, of course, uh, from, from the WWS HQ here in Trinity, North Carolina. You know, Mr. WWS, Mr. WWS, Chad Hinshaw here, of course. Uh, of course, a very uh, rare treat that I get a chance to say this on Power Hour, but of course. I do extend a special thanks to the Iceman, Jared DiGiolamo, who came on for a short bit to bring us, of course, a few little sport, uh, sports headlines. Of course, I thank him very much. I thank you very much for doing so. Of course, like I said, uh, we'll, we'll definitely, of course, hear from him this Monday on WWS Raw Radio. We, of course, brought you tonight's today's Wrestling and Pop Culture History and Birthdays. Also, of course, a rundown of some of the things that took place on this week's episode, this week in the radio network. Also, of course, we talked about, of course, the new matches up concerning the belts awarded from the All Out Prediction Title Challenge, and also, of course, we brought you some wrestling news tidbits just now, courtesy of 411mania.com. <clears throat> but of course, as I said, be sure to check out all of our pages, of course, on TalkShoe. I mean, on Facebook, as we continue to post a lot of great stuff on here. On all of our pages, like I said, um, like, like I said before, sports roundup, also game show alley. Check those out. Our tribute groups to Don Rickles, Johnny Carson, whose Lines in it anyway? As well as of course, home improvement, Knight Rider, and the Power Rangers, Motor Week retro review, cars of the past. Also of course, um, NASCAR US high octane history. Our wrestling tribute groups, of course, AEW US, NXT US. Uh, ROH-US, NWA-US, <clears throat> uh, both of our Impact US pages, of course, WCCW-US, AEWA us um, let's see, WWF-US, gcw and so forth. Uh, as we said, definitely check out the video blog. We've got a lot of great wrestling moments and we'll continue to post more great stuff on there, likes it for your enjoyment. Also, be sure to check out all of our past videos uh, episodes of all of our shows on Talk Shoe, of course, dating back to 2015, of course, everything from Revolution to Wolfpack, to Raw Radio to Power Hour to everything else we have done, of course, be sure to check out all of our shows, of course, here in Dean, and like we said, ladies and gentlemen, be sure to join us on wWS this morning, tomorrow morning at 8 a.m., as we said, 805-8613-POUND, as we, of course, bring you uh, tomorrow's uh, wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays. We will also, of course, bring you. <clears throat> we will, of course, also bring you uh, <clears throat> uh, our lineup of what will take place in the radio network this coming week, and also bring you some of what some wrestling news tidbits that have come in overnight between last between tonight and tomorrow. Of course, courtesy of 411 Mania. Be sure to check all that out tomorrow morning, starting at 8 a.m. Episode 277 of WWS Power Hour is a broadcast of the WWUS Radio Network right here, of course, on TalkShoot.com, where we are, of course, six years older and continuing to be bolder. Radio Network continues to be and will forever remain your uh, wrestling and pop culture connection. <clears throat> and, of course, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, continue to stay safe out there, of course, with this pandemic still looming around. And, of course... Uh, right now a lot of things are pretty much in an uncertain at, at an uncertain pace right now at this time so be sure to of course like I said stay safe out there we hopefully will be able to continue to get to get through all of it as saying, and try to get certain things right back to normal here uh, <clears throat> I will also ladies and gentlemen on a personal note here today I um, that today is the the um, is the is i believe is the is today is the one-year-old uh birthdays of of my youngest great nephew and my great niece uh ezra and eden uh, baker so uh happy birthday of course uh great uncle chad of course loves you here very much indeed of course ladies and gentlemen at 43 years old i don't feel like a I mean i'm an uncle but i don't feel like a great uncle <laughs> but that's by title, of course, but I mean that's but but of course I love y'all very much and of course like I said as always Great Uncle Chad's here for anything that you might need. So absolutely indeed. I did wish him those birthday greetings earlier on Facebook. So uh we I hope they're of course um of course they are doing just fine. Those are my uh my uh nephews, uh two of my nephews, uh three children, by the way. I will go ahead and mention that. But be sure to stay safe out there, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, and uh, and pray for those, of course, affected by this pandemic, and pray for all those that are going through the tough times because of the deal with the pandemic. And we hope the hopes and hope some prayers that we do get over this, of course, with um with uh, of course everything with a fine tooth comb. So be sure to be sure to of course, um, like I say, keep an open mind. And, and like I said, one of these days, you know, this is something we won't have to worry about all these blame restrictions and everything like that and we will just go back to living our lives the way that we that we definitely see fit so take care and god bless here folks remember since 2015 you're a source for everything in the world of pro wrestling pop culture and everything in between this is of course the one and the only the WCWS radio network take care and of course god bless out there folks and please stay safe out there take care